Okay, okay, okay. Uh, my waveforms are good. I am actually recording in a closet because it's the only place in this house that isn't like open. Because <laughs> like ev everywhere else is too open and too echoey. Nice. Well, I mean, yeah. I do know there are plenty of YouTubers that tend to do their audio recordings in closets, so it works. Yeah. Because <laughs> originally I tried it in the other room, and like I just kept hearing too much like echo and i'm like yeah i'm gonna go somewhere else for this so i'm like just in the closet they were which they were like oh why don't you go in the closet of my mom's room like you guys are gonna be showering there i'm gonna be hearing the water yeah that's gonna be oh yeah a little too messed up <laughs> so i'm on the bottom floor in like the closet down here rather on the on the top floor Welcome back to Voicing Valiant, a podcast by the community for the community. This is episode 35, and I'm Bookworm. And I'm Shadowkun. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know why, but the mic went so quiet. I don't know if that recorded or not. And I'm. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we'll find I just out. At the end. <laughs> <laughs> I just heard the end of on, and I'm like, I'm Shadowkun. Oh, okay. <laughs> Well, I, I I got a new mic. I gotta tweak, you know, tweak it around a little bit. Maybe I have, I'm having a little bit of a technical difficulty. <laughs> I feel, I feel like that might have been something on uh, Discord's, and we will find out later. But yeah, Khan here has a new mic. Woo! Yeah, as you guys got to get a sneak peek. And I at, almost dropped mine. And there's the the first drop, mic drop from Book <laughs> to start the episode. Okay. <laughs> Okay, I'm like recording in my best friend's house because we're off for my birthday. So I'm like in a closet using some luggage to hold up all of my stuff because this house is super open and nothing, like this is the only room it doesn't echo. <laughs> so I expect a lot of mic drops because like this, this luggage bag is not even. Yeah, but woo, happy birthday, bookworm. It's your birthday as of the day of this recording, actually. <laughs> It'll probably like be like what two days after my birthday by this is out, depending on like how fast I can get this out. Hey, it's it's your birthday right now as of this recording, so everybody make sure you tweet at Bookworm to wish her a happy belated birthday at this point when you guys get this. But I'm looking forward to going to Guildhall Bar with you finally after how many times we've talked about it since on this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> now you can go with all of us to the bar. <laughs> yeah, like that's a thing. Uh last night right before midnight when we got to vegas uh, we we arrived at the house at like almost 10 because we ended up hitting traffic and we're like okay where can we go it's vegas everything's open and originally we were going to go to a bar that was down the street from my friend's place just because they had like some really good burgers there but i forgot my id at the house and i was like they were probably gonna let me in anyway because it was only like less than an hour to my birthday at that point uh, but we're like, ah, oh, she doesn't have her ID. By the time we get back to pick it up and we leave, we decide to go to Denny's instead. And the lady there, when she realizes it's my 21st birthday, she's like, what are you guys doing here? <laughs> go to a bar. <laughs> but, you know, I want to have free Grand Slam. Like, yeah. Which my, my best friend's sister accidentally ate for breakfast instead of me because I took it to go and like, had something else to eat there that night for dinner. And, like, I wake up that morning, and she's already eaten, like, half a pancake and all of my bacon. 
She's like, sorry, I thought it was my mom's like leftover. Like, no, that's mine. <laughs> how 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 dare she cut her out of your life? You don't need a, you don't need a yeah. You don't need that kind of negativity in your life, especially on your birthday. <laughs> it should be a crime to eat my birthday bacon. It really should. Speaking of bacon, please don't bite bacon. <laughs> <sighs> hey, I can go. I can go to the bar now, so I don't have to bite bacon. I can just order bacon. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like bacon Snyder's or something. I'm sure Bacon will be happy to hear that you're not going to bite him anymore. <laughs> I hope Fanny does more like uh, viewing parties at Guildhall because that'd be nice to watch a game there. Uh, I mean, I would have a feeling they will. They've done what two watch parties there? Yeah, they've done a few. I uh, I think they've done like maybe th- Th- three. Yeah, they've done three. They did. Okay, they did. I want to say they did two watch parties and they did the. Uh, what else have they done there? I know they've done something else though before. And sometimes people just go there like after the games, just chill. Because I always want to hang out with my friends after the games and like chill at the bar and just like order some food there because the food there is great. Like, but they, they don't let me in because I usually go on Saturdays. So I'm like, <laughs> I just want to watch these games there sometimes. Well, yeah. at least you can get in for, for real now. Yeah. Nothing's stopping you. Yeah. Welcome to adulthood. I, Welcome to 21. <laughs> Yeah, I I can now watch the Overwatch League uh, in a bar, Nigoni. I mean, that's the Yay. that's the way to do it. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of the games, we had some exciting games this week. We had plenty of exciting games, honestly, in my opinion. <laughs> yeah, that was like, um, so so Charges Discord server has pickums, uh, and our friend Generic actually won pickums though for that week, because like. Every like everybody ended up getting an upset, so their pickums were so off. Like they nobody was getting points that week. Generic was the only one who got it. He, got, <laughs> he think I think he got like a total of like twenty three points. And if I remember correctly, that server what it does is like one point if you get it right, and then three points if you get the score correct. Sort of oh, thing. Wow. Yeah. So like, it's like you get bonus points if you get a score correct thing, and like. We're, so I think he got like twenty three points in all. Yeah, not bad. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I would argue that yeah you could say there was at least one upset one upset uh, each day last this past week for for the league. Yep. So I guess we should start off on Thursday. Uh, it starts off with an upset. A very shocking upset. Boo! <laughs> Yay! There's your birthday pun for you. <laughs> Does this mean you're never gonna make a pun again? Uh, I I plead the fifth. Oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> so upset we were talking about involving the shock is that the Outlaws have beaten San Francisco Shock, three to two. Yeah, and it was a really hotly contested close matchup. It took all five maps. And to be honest, watching that match, Houston took map one. I remember that. And I thought, okay, th- th- there's the one map Houston is taking from Shock. Because there's, n- in my mind, I was like, there's no way Shock is going to lose to the Outlaws. I mean, l- just think back and to... Then, yeah, what? And then it happened. Though, I will admit, I did not think it was going to happen. Uh, because Shock full-held Houston on map two on Horizon. So that was a one nothing win for them. So I thought, okay, here we go. Shock's looking like the shock. Houston, or Houston just and got the, the lucky first map 
on a, on a Nepal, yeah, I, think I think just, it was. Uh, I think it was like they were they basically repeated the the same uh, scores the first few map I think of the last game because the, the last time they played Horizon Lunar Colony they were full held too. I was like, oh, I guess it's just happening again that like they're not gonna win. And then what? Wait, what? They practically full held San Francisco Shark on Havana. Like what? They couldn't even like they couldn't even get it past that no, um, they go they couldn't get it to the scenery. Like what? Yeah. What? <laughs> so I mean that was just amazing to see and. Shock really had a hard time on that Havana map too. When they came out of their spawn, they could not get out of that spawn. Like Houston was just all over them. It was pretty amazing to watch, quite honestly. Yeah, that, Houston was looking like a completely different team this stage. Yeah, they've looked like a much different team this stage. It's kind of amazing turnaround when you think about it with how bad they looked stage two they went 0 seven stage two but they they just looked so just so bad stage two like there was like no answer for anything but now they came out swinging here in stage three and i mean they're making a statement for sure this stage they are yeah so i guess uh moving on to the second game of the day would be dragons versus rain Two red teams. Yeah, and it was another pretty close game. Uh, I would another say another one going all the way to map five. Yeah, I went to map five again. Uh, this one is a little more iffy because, as we kind of joked about last week, the rain are kind of known as the Robin Hood of Overwatch League, taking wins from the good teams and then giving them to the bad teams. But yeah. Shanghai, admittedly, is more of a mediocre, like mid-tier team. And yeah, they're getting up there. They're getting up there. Oh yeah, for sure. And and Shanghai came out with the three to two victory. Uh, but like I said, that was another very closely uh, fought closely matchup. Fought? Yeah, yeah, between the two of them. So that the, the the first two games were definitely very exciting to watch on Thursday. That's for sure. Yeah, and then the next game, which is a sad game, uh, Hunters versus Fuel. Hunters winning three to one. Actually, I wonder, did I even give Fuel a point in my pickums this week? Let's see, actually. I feel like a lot of people didn't even give... No, I, let's see. Uh, okay, there's a few people at least gave Fuel one point. Right? Uh, yeah, there were quite oh, a wait, few. Oh, wait, what the heck? No, wait, I had mine switched. I put Dallas yeah, at you, three. Yeah, you had Dallas at three <laughs> and Hunters at one. But also, I don't know what you're saying, Book, but anytime the Hunters play, it's always an exciting match to watch. Yeah. Well, like, I just say it's sad on the Fuel side because, There you go, yeah. (laughs) Because, yeah, yeah, Dallas looked so good last stage. And then this stage, they're, like, they're stuck without a paddle, almost, it feels like. Uh, Maybe it's a change of the meta. Like, you you can tell that it's straining on some other teams because it's not the same GOATs as the last few few stages like now it's more of a somber goat you can also play bunker baptiste is in so sometimes when you just need that like that 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 sustain you just take baptiste out so you can throw down the immortality field and maybe save you a few seconds like we saw that happen in one game um 
Which one was it? I remember it was a uh, it was on Dorado, where last second they point out a Baptiste to throw out the immortality field just to like keep them alive, to uh, force the other team back when they were down a few people, and that ended up winning them some extra time. I think they still lost the map on and all, but that saved them up some time and kept them from full capping mm. all three points. I and like remember. so, so I don't know. Like, if they're just not used to like a new hero in, I mean, honestly, like different meta. Yeah, the hunters and fuel both. Uh, they played on Dorado this past week, so maybe it was that game. Maybe it was that game. I don't know. Like, I don't know why I can't remember who it was. I just remember it was a Dorado game, but I don't. I don't think it was hunters. Was that one of the games I went? Because I went on Saturday. It might have been one of the ones I seen, which is why I remember it so much. Uh, who played Saturday and played on yeah. Dorado? Well, well, it's not important. Yeah, it's, like, it's true. It's not. It's the, it's the actual what happened. Like, yeah, but the, sorry, yeah, the, the meta definitely changed quite a bit here between stages two and three. Uh, Sombra Goats has become a lot more prevalent, I would say. We're seeing it a lot it more really often. Has. Uh, but we are seeing we are seeing Bunker a little bit more as well. Uh, but yeah, that Sombra Goats, I mean, some of these teams just seem just it's just their achilles heel right now and they can't seem to adjust to it either yeah like funny enough like as i was watching the game my friend was telling me like uh against sombra it's not so much like trying to kill her and playing around her it's more so like cycling your ults properly like say you know the sombra has emp and uh like uh this was her eyes in economy so it was 2cp and you know that you can give up 2CP, like the first CP of 2CP, because you have some time in on the second point. So instead of using both of your orts to try to hold first point, you only use one of them to see if you can hold it. And if you can't, you save like either Transcendence or Soundberry, whichever one which is used to keep them from snowballing onto the second point. And like later that day, like Promise comes into chat, like, yeah, yeah. With against Sombra, it's more so the ult, like, uh, properly using your ults rather than, uh, like, uh, actually, like, fighting against them. Like, huh, damn, these people are smart because my friend's like GM. Damn, <laughs> no wonder I can't get out of gold, <laughs> <laughs> right? Oh, uh, tear. They're so smart. Like, they'll be like, oh, yeah, you should do this. I'm like, I think they still have a chance. And then they snowball. I'm like, oh. Yeah, I see why you're a grandmaster. Mm -hmm. What is he masters right now? Eh, they're high up, though. But, yeah, the Hunters versus Fuel. I don't know what's going up with Fuel. Hunters is always fun to watch. Yeah. Even whether they win or news, it's, it's usually fun to watch. Yeah, it's always, it's always fun watching them no matter what. <laughs> And then the next game of the day was Spark versus Titans. Uh, they they bit they bit into Tunny. Yeah. They hurt Nil Tunny. Yeah, but uh, Titans being Titans as always. <laughs> Winning three to one. Uh, I what I find so cute is that like no team can hurt the Spark. Like, the like the Spark put out like oh the city is in ruins now, and Titans like no no we just bit you a little bit the city's okay the city's yeah. okay. <laughs> Like everybody just loves the spark. Yeah. That's all wife. That's all wife. Yeah, Spark is uh Vala's wife, that is true. We're married. Oh, that was <laughs> such a cute tweet. It really was. But like it was 
Titans, it, like, they aren't giving up that win streak that easily. <laughs> yeah, no, they are not. I'm going to laugh if they lose to, like, Mayhem or something. <laughs> I mean, I, I suppose oh, did they there's a chance. Against Mayhem? Did they already play against Mayhem? I don't think they have. Uh, eh. I don't remember off the top of my head. But it'd be funny if they lost to one of the people that's like the bottom tier. Like, um, if they haven't played Justice yet, it'd be funny if they lost to Justice. I know it's not hard to remember because, like, due to different divisions, like, you play each team a different number of time. Yeah. But anyway, that was uh, day one of this week on Thursday. I guess we move on to Friday, June 14th, which is Promise's birthday. Hey! Woo! Happy belated birthday, Coach Promise, again. <laughs> So that day was uh I don't know. Was there an upset this day? Uh you no. could argue there was an upset that day. Uh, maybe mm. kinda of depending on who you ask or talk to. Yeah. I think it was one of the days where there wasn't an upset. Yeah, that, that it's kind of a debatable kind of kind of day. Mm-hmm. But the first game that day was New York and Paris. New York looked like themselves and Paris kind of got a got a reality check after looking so strong the last two weeks or last yeah, the week before rather yeah that was very interesting like I don't know I kind of what did I put them on oh wait I did get the, this one right yeah I one to three like Paris is turning into one of those coin flips just a no sad like I I I think feel like it's better to be like full on always winning or always losing than being a coin flip because then it hurts a little more because you think there's a game that should be a guaranteed win but it just you don't get it. Yeah. <laughs> Paris, please. Oh, New York Excel is happy to take another another game to themselves. Oh, for sure. They're they're trying to keep up with the Titans yeah. after all. Yeah. And then we got uh, Defiant versus Spitfire. Spitfire taking it all, three to one. Uh, yeah, that one's pretty much how most people probably saw it. <laughs> Nothing more. Uh, Defiant's definitely, like we said bef- uh, last week, I believe, uh, looking a little shaky, and London still looking pretty solid. So. Yeah, we were talking about how, like, they have two new players from their contenders team, so they're now a mixed roster. And just today, they uh, sold Envy to Shanghai Dragons. So I wonder if, like, maybe that's what was going on with them because they were making these roster changes that they weren't really had a stable team comp for these matches. Uh, that, that, I mean, that's definitely a possibility, yeah. Yeah, maybe. But, yeah, London took it. Yeah so, no su- defiant. yeah, so no surprise there. Uh, the game after that is where I would argue that maybe, depending on who you ask, was the upset of the day. Like I said, once again, probably just depends on who you ask or who you talk to because Boston went up against Houston. And Houston won 4-0. Yeah, I'm like... I'm surprised. I put Boston to win. Like, I knew Outnaz was doing pretty well, but I didn't expect them to take it 4-0. I expected Boston to at least get one map. Like, what What the heck? Yeah, I would say at this point, Boston is definitely looking very, very shaky. And they are. look like they're, they are falling apart, unfortunately. 
so sad. Come on, Boston. You had you had like a lostness stage last season. You were the first one to get on lostness stage. That is true. Yeah, they went ten and zero stage three. I believe it was last season. Yeah, stage three. Cause, yeah, they knocked us out during uh, stage finals, and went up against NYXL, and that's when they finally lost against NYXL. Oh yeah, that's right. That's very true. <laughs> Yeah, I'm so sad. Come uh, on, guys, we can do it. Yeah, I don't. I really don't remember anything memorial from that no. game. I think it was pretty one-sided from what I do remember from that game. And uh, the next game was Gnadiators versus the Fusion. Gnadiators taking it three to one. Uh, yep. But like we've joked before, with the Philadelphia Fusion, you flip that coin to see what form that team is going to show up at <laughs> and unfortunately yeah. they, sh they were the unstable not looking so good fusion free frag yeah <laughs> i kind of just want to see him on stage just to see just to see if it does make a difference like i'm not saying that he's like letting him play is going to suddenly get them a win i just want to see if it actually makes a difference you know sometimes like maybe they'll even play worse but like i'd like to see them try something new yeah, actually, I would actually honestly like to just see them play Fraggy one game just to see how the team looks. But I don't think we're going to see Fraggy, unfortunately. Well, it worked in the favor of the Gladiators, so... Yeah, Gladiators took that game 3-1. to one. So sad, so sad for Fusions. Because, like, I, I have friends who are Fusion fans, and I want them to be happy. I mean... I guess the thing yeah. that sucks about <laughs> going to the arena so much is, like, I have friends who are, like, fans of almost every team. So, like... It's always hard ch cheering for one team when I know my friends are cheering for the other right next to me. Like, I was sitting right <laughs> next to some, some Rain fans. I was super chill. Like, I love hanging out with them at the arena. But, like, I was cheering for Dynasty. And, like, so were most of my friends who were around me. So they're cheering whenever Rain gets a kill. And then I'm cheering whenever, like, Ru Jehong pops off. <laughs> Can we all win an equal amount so we're all happy? <laughs> that would be nice, yeah. But, yeah, I guess uh, moving on to Saturday, June 15th. Uh, uh, yeah, nothing significant yeah. game-wise. Uh, this is the, I mean, I would say this day there really was no upset. I mean, I think it was all kind of expected. Maybe the Dynasty versus Reign just because of the actual score. But I feel like most people expected like the winner. Eh, yeah, that, that's pretty much how I see it, too. Well, first game of the day was Justice versus Spark. And funny story about this, right before the games were starting, I was talking with my friend, the, the one I was mentioned, the, the GM. But, oh, is he Masters? I swear he's Grandmasters. Whatever. And I was like, oh, what do you expect for it to come out? And he said that Spark was going to win 4-0. And I was thinking, you know, I think it's going to be 3-0 because you know how... Uh, Justice is, they're probably going to tie a map or something. You know, it's unheard of. And then the game ends, and what do you know? Spark wins 3-0. Yeah, uh, Justice got their their tie. I mean, they, they seem to do that fairly consistently. Yeah, they keep seeming, they, they can't seem to win, but they can at least tie, because like, I was like so sure on this. I even put it in my pickums that it was going to be a 3-0. I see you. I see what you're doing. 
Uh, like the second I got into the chance of it tying, I'm like, I just like, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna get this. I'm gonna get this. And what do you know? It did. Yep. And it was just that one map that they tied where they looked pretty competitive. Otherwise, the other three maps were just uh, yikes. As far as justice yeah, that, is concerned. That's just how it is. That's how it is with the justice. <laughs> it really is. I don't know. There's no middle ground for them. Like, there's not even a top ground, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, justice is just justice, I suppose. So sad. Because I want my friends to be happy. I have justice fan friends, too. (laughs) (laughs) Like, the girl who... Like, one of the the girls next to me. She was like, oh, yeah. I know of Otto and Ark and um, Yanis. And I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry for you. (laughs) Uh, Next game of the day was Dynasty vs. Rain. Dynasty one. Four oh. Four oh. Not much to say there. Uh <laughs> not much to say. Yeah. There were some like competitive moments, but it was just like I know I expected Rain to at least get a point. Yeah, I expected <laughs> it to be a much closer game score wise and fairly uh, n- no. <laughs> Cause like Dynasty's been doing really well and if you follow the like the thought process of Rain always taking like wins from the top teams and giving them to the bottom teams, you'd expect them to get get the win off Dynasty. I'm like, oh well. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But unfortunately, they didn't, and they let a top team get away from them. I suppose. So sad. So sad. Losing that Robin Hood title. <laughs> yeah, they might have to lose that title now. And uh, next game of the day, Fuel versus Titans. Titans wins four zero. Yeah, that's pretty much all you need to know about that game. Oh, that was a sniffer map, honestly. I think Briggsy actually fell asleep for a bit. <laughs> I wonder if that's when... I think that's when my friend Nuna fell asleep. I don't know. He fell asleep at one point. We were all falling asleep. Uh, I about to say, the way, the way that match went, I wouldn't be surprised that people fell asleep during in the arena. And then the next game of the day was the Vanity game, so we're skipping over that one and moving on to Sunday. Yeah, Sunday was a pretty exciting day. I didn't watch most of it because I was out with my dad. Yeah, I about to say, I had to catch like highlights and some of the VODs because Sunday was yeah. Mother's Day, so I, too, was also out. Uh, so I didn't get to see a lot of the game, pretty much anything live. The only game I watched completely, actually, I think I watched two games completely, were the first two games, though I might have missed the tail end of the second game. But the last two games, I know for sure I didn't like see as anything whatsoever from it live i had to watch the highlights and vods for it i just remember like most of it i kept up with like um stuff happening on twitter and like i'd be like seeing my mayhem friends being like oh my god they got a map maybe they can win this maybe they can okay yeah then mayhem went back to being mayhem (laughs) and then my fusion fans being like my fusion fan friends so happy and i'm so happy for them (laughs) (laughs) yeah so and then, like, oh my god, <laughs> shield versus shield. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but anyway, um, first game was Shock versus Dynasty. Shock taking it for O. <laughs> yeah, and I forgot what they called the matchup. It was like the the Netgear Gauntlet. Or it was something like the that. Uh, connection. Uh, I'm gonna look this up because I actually cannot remember it. I mean, it's on Shock's Twitter. Yeah, I can't remember what they called either, but. Essentially, both teams are sponsored by Netgear. 
So they they named the showdown essentially, but I don't remember what they named the matchup and. Cause that night, yeah, because they both have like um, I I don't think that is it still sponsored by Netgear or do they like it's something to do with internet connection stuff too. I like, um, believe it's because they're both sponsored by Netgear. Oh yeah, yeah, it's the it's the router rumble. Router rumble, that's what they called it. Yeah, cause Netgear's a router. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I got it now. And they have this like golden belt. Yeah. <laughs> what the heck? Uh, was it Bren that brought the belt out? Yep. At the end of the game. <laughs> Yep, but uh, I mean, I think a lot of people were hoping that game that that matchup was going to be much more competitive than it ended up being. Uh, it did have its moments, but I mean, overall, Shock pretty much single handedly won that game. It was pretty much one sided towards Shock's favor. Yeah, sadly, like it's a, like with no like mini rivalry type stuff. You always want to see it like going to like multiple maps so it's always sad when it doesn't yeah so that was unfortunate <laughs> uh moving on to the next game of the day unless you have something to say i heard you take a breath nope not on that game i don't have anything else to say okay so mayhem versus eternal eternal wins the other one yeah uh <laughs> first half was pretty boring but the second yeah, half was they... definitely much more exciting the second half uh Mayhem took map three, and they Yay, were yeah they got a map yeah. they got a map, <laughs> and then map four they went to Havana, and Mayhem Havana. <laughs> and Mayhem actually looked pretty good on Havana. They actually looked like they were gonna at least tie it and you know force well you can't tie oh you mean the uh... well yeah they were gonna yeah. tie up the score because they lost three two on Havana. But they looked mm-hmm. good for quite a while, looking like they were going to match it and force, you know, extra innings for that one. But they unfortunately just absolutely crumbled right at the end, like right at the crucial point. Sounds like mayhem, sadly. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad they at least got a map. Yeah, I believe that's the first map they've gotten with Fate. Could be wrong though. Is that the first map? Um, I feel like it was, see, or maybe week it's just because Mayhem's think. so bad. Yeah, they lost four zero week one to four zero. Yeah, and week two the only one they get is that. So yeah, this is the first. Their first yeah, map win the with first... fate. <laughs> yeah, because they've only played one game before and they lost it four zero. So I mean, exciting. <laughs> Not much more to say on that one because we don't want to go on a tangent again with with Mayhem like we did last week. <laughs> no, I had to edit so much of that out. Anyway, okay. Fusion versus Uprising. Fusion tickets a two to one. Yeah. We got another tie in there. Yeah, so I would argue that the Philadelphia that showed up again was on the wrong side of the coin because they didn't look super hot. Um but I think it's more that Boston. Yeah, it was more Boston about Rocky. Boston falling apart, like we said earlier, when they lost four oh to Houston. Because I think most people actually had Boston picked to win. I had Boston pick to win. I thought they were going to win with how Fusion has been playing lately. Yeah, the pickums are kind of. Yeah, they're a little screwed. more. They're, they're a little screwed, but they're they're a little more in Boston's favor, as far as the pickums go. Uh, but yeah, I would I would argue that, like we said earlier, you know, basically each day had an upset of some kind. I would say this was the upset of Sunday. 
Yeah, I can take that because I feel like I feel like a lot of people had Boston to win. Just like even though Boston hasn't been doing well, they have their moments. And Fusion's just like like said coin flip. So I guess they expected it to be like the bad side of the coin, just being bad enough that Boston could win. Yeah, uh, but like I said, Fusion did not look good. Like particularly good, they looked okay. So maybe. Just Boston falling apart made them look good, but we also did. I don't remember if it was actually this game or the game against Houston. We got another desk uh, slap, uh, but this time from uh, from yeah. Fusions after the game. Yeah, Fusions. Uh, I think it was the, it was um, the it was a game against Outlaws. Okay, I about to say I, I had a feeling it was the Outlaws game, but I could have been wrong. Yeah, because I remember they like panned it over him and they cut it right before he hit the table. Yep, but there is still footage, because I remember seeing it, I believe, on the pre-show for Sunday, now that I think about it. But yeah, yeah, it was uh, pretty frustrating looking for him. I feel bad for him, because he got so much, like, like if you're the main team, you, get, you take so much like criticism over everything. Like, if something goes wrong, it's usually all your fault, so it, it does a lot of pressure on you. Oh yeah, for sure. <coughs> but I don't know. Maybe Boston can right the ship and turn it around this stage. I hope so. Guess we have to wait and see. <laughs> well, next game is one where one of the teams I doubt they're going to be getting any better. <laughs> we got Justice versus Gladiators. You'll never guess the score for this one. Yeah, uh, this was another sleeper. 4-0 in favor of the Gnads. Not even a tie in there. Damn. Like, as a joke, to kind of give like, the Justice the benefit of doubt, I gave them, like, two points in my pickums, And I was like, oh, yeah, let's just, let's just do this as a joke. And then, like, they, they don't even, like, tie something? Like, come on. <laughs> I wanted to, like, give you, like, the benefit of the doubt. You can't even do that. Come on. But, yeah, that was... That was another. Yeah, that was just another sleeper matchup. There's not much to say. It was pretty easily won by the Glads. It was. This is one times where the four zero really was reflective of what the game looked like. Yeah, but those are all of the non Valiant games of the week. Uh, no mayhem tangent this time. Not yet, at least. Yeah, let's hope not. <laughs> so uh, I guess we move on to Valiant's game of the week, which went up against charge and i was dying inside yeah at least you survived that's all that matters yeah like i'll see them coming up like shoo happy <laughs> i mean stop killing them please <laughs> i know you're amazing sombra please stop killing them <laughs> you can kill anybody but them <laughs> <laughs> i mean they kind of have to no. kill them to like get team fight wins so no, George, please. <laughs> uh, but <sighs> overall, I would say it was a very exciting matchup between the Charge and Valiant. This was, I would say, pretty close to even predict for most people. Yeah, it was a uh, three to one. Yep. Uh, I think I gave them three two in my pickums actually. You gave them. Yeah, What's you made. You yeah, gave it a three, three two. To three. Yeah, yeah, you gave it three, three two. Three, two. And stuff later on, yeah. So the first uh, map of the game was Ineos. Ineos? Ineos. Yep, Ilios. 
That was really, really fun to watch. I love watching King of the Hill. It's so fun. <laughs> I think it is the most exciting map type, honestly. Yeah. But let's see, let's see. It does uh, Valiant one two o. Yeah. I would say pretty two convincingly because I mean it wasn't yeah one hundred o or anything like that. Uh, Charge did get some percentage points each map. Uh, overall, I would say Valiant looked very, very strong that map, and it was pretty fairly one-sided towards Valiant. Yeah. Like, during the opening of that map, it was on Wells. And I just remember Rio was on the hamster and, like, immediately kills Kareev. And everybody's, like, kind of panicking on, like, Valiant's side of the fans like oh my god they would have killed him and i was like i was on my seat like Rio, no you're amazing <laughs> but don't kill Kareem, please in the end vanya does turn it around like fact fiction gets some amazing plays out there like oh my god he looks so good that game so good <sighs> but Rio, why do you have to hurt me that way <laughs> it was really really fun uh so next map was horizon luna colony Yay! <laughs> uh, the one time I wanted 12 CP on it, and we didn't get 12 CP, but I mean, we still got extra innings on it. So I mean, I guess I can't complain too much. <laughs> yeah, Guangzhou Charge took it uh, for the three, and this was the game my friend was telling me about how they have to cycle the odds correctly because Valiant took point A on the second attempt and a bit of percentage on point B. So they had like three points and a half-ish. So all they had to do to win was keep charge from getting that half-ish on the second point. They were getting down to the wire on uh, point A. And instead of cycling the ults, only using the sound barrier, only using the, uh, the transcendence when they, when they grabbed and started taking them out, they used both of them. So they had no defensive odds for when the snowball came for point B. Yeah, unfortunately. Uh, so, yeah, that snowballed very quickly on the Valiant, unfortunately. But I'm sure Pecking 10, I'm sure he grilled them for that. Did you say Pecking 10? No, I said Packing 10. I swear I heard Pecking 10. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Maybe I still need to work on this new mic. <coughs> Maybe. <laughs> but yeah, he might have. Um, I'm sure that's he when did. Pro I mean, Promise did come in to chat and mention the whole like cycling your ults correctly. So I'm guessing that's what they talked about at halftime because this was the game before halftime. And af afterwards, they come back and they win the next two maps. They take Numbani and Havana. <laughs> uh, Numbani being a 4 to 3. Let's see, how did that one... Okay, I, I, now I remember. Um, Charge ends up capping with, I believe, no time to spare? Or almost no time to spare? Yeah, it was, it was something like that. Uh, it was less than a minute, at the very least. So, um, Vanian's attempt comes up, and I'm talking to my friend, and he's being a little pessimistic about it, and I'm like, oh, no, that's great. Like, they, they capped with, like, less than a minute, so Vanian just has to cap with extra time, and they, they can at least draw... Which will get, which it will like, they, ca they can't news, they can only draw. Something like that. And my friend's like, uh, that's if they get time on the clock. And they come out with like, was it three minutes or something? Two minutes? Three? They come out with like multiple minutes, like 
speed run that uh that numbani like they they remembered to cap the point this time yeah they remembered to cap the point this time <laughs> so i just like turned to him like what were you saying about them capping all three points with time to spare and then vanian takes them like they only needed the one tick to win and they won yep and they got just that uh we also got a pretty good highlight from that game uh it was even on the, the overwatch league twitter uh, showing Kreve getting a really good sleep dart on uh, who was it that was on Sombra. Um, that would be Aline. Was it Aline? Aline is the one who is almost always on Sombra. It might have been hot. No, no, it was Aline. It yeah, was, it was Aline. Aline. Yep, I had to double check. It yeah, I, re- I remember that. Uh, because it's the camera cuts to Kreve suddenly, and he's like, uh, Aline's already asleep because we're watch we're watching it when like the 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 observers realize that he snapped someone, and. We're trying to, like, figure out how the heck he snapped him because it was, like, so out of the way. Like, did he snap him, like, mid-hack? Did he, like, run past him and get detected and then get snapped? Or was it, like, a Hail Mary snap that ended up hitting him? Yeah. Because, uh, I remember Daco actually got killed while invis by accident. Like, somebody shot him while he was in invis, not meaning to. <laughs> and he was just, like, napping it off. It was so cute. Yeah. Other than that, so we, we like, did, what? uh... We did get a funny tweet from halftime uh, for this matchup that said halftime knows Kareev doesn't like Sombra, so he followed yeah. that. He followed. They followed that tweet up with him getting that really good sleep dart on Eileen on Sombra, so I think that was Kareev making a point that he, he does not like Sombra. Like I love Sombra, but don't play her against the Valiant, please. Let them win. I mean, what? <laughs> yeah, that was a. Uh... That was a fun game to watch. Oh my god. The one from, like, they had, what was it? Uh, uh, Shu ha- ha- was, like, basically where Valiant should be, and, like, had a nano boosted the Rhine, yet Valiant still, like, took him out, and it was like, what the heck? <laughs> but, uh, next game is Havana. <laughs> Everybody like always like ends up humming that whenever Havana comes on. I mean, I can't really entirely blame them. Yeah. So that one was won by Valiant two to one. It was so much fun to watch. Yeah, that was actually Havana's actually been a pretty fun map to watch uh all the players on, no matter who's playing. Yeah, it used to be kind of like a uh, snoozer because they couldn't really get 2.3. But I think they'll try and they'll, they'll figure out how to play on it. So it's a normal fun to watch. Uh, I just found this one amazing because like Valiant ends up getting wiped as Charge is getting near the ending of the second point. And I was just like, okay, are they going to have enough time to come in and recontest? Or are they just going to give them this point for free because they're already in overtime? And then just, like, stop them at the at the door and keep them de- there until the time runs out. But Valiant uh, recontest, and immediately they get a kill. And, like, that second, everybody goes wild because we all know that kill is what secures them the victory. Just had to wait for the Stragners to get out, like, for them to kill those Stragners. And they did, and they won. And everybody was so excited yeah. and so happy. <laughs> it, was a, it was a very good match. But that, oh, that, that was, was so a brilliant move by, by the Valiant. Yeah, taking that last recontest. Like, even if they lost that recontest, they still had a chance to hold them because they did have some some space left to them on the uh uh because they actually got 
Oh, sorry. Uh, uh, like they got the two. The, the sorry, I'm messing up my words. They capped the second point to move on to the third one. Yeah. Oh, was it? No? Yeah. Because yeah. there was there wasn't a there wasn't a block there in front of them. Nope. <laughs> like, and I was like, oh my god, they did it! They did it! They won! They capped the point. Yeah, but like I said, Havana is just a very exciting map map to watch all the pros playing on. It was a little boring at first, but I think yeah, I think they've all kind of gotten the the hang and the swing of it because we're we're seeing almost full caps now fairly consistently. Uh, but that third point still got to get figured out a little bit because we haven't had too many all three caps on Havana just yet. Yeah, most of them like will stop just shy because the spawn is super close. Like it's closer than it is on like Numbani. Where the doors are at, like I, I feel like it's even closer because because of how it's set up there. Like there's nothing to block the doors there. Yeah, you, like, even you have to go around. Yeah, even the doors with like Dorado and Route 66 are definitely a little further. Like, there's back. something in front of it usually, and this one it's not. Like I'm trying to think of some other like um. Yeah, because most Paynoto hybrids that like maybe have a closer one. Like, but I can't think of another Paynoto hybrid that's like that close. Yeah, maybe maybe Eichenwald. Maybe that one, but there's still some. There's still a pinner in the way. Like yeah. you can't. You don't have a straight shot, like uh, like Havana. Yeah, because even Ki- even King's Row, the doors are fairly back. Yeah, and you have to go around. Yeah. <laughs> Man, that was fun to watch. They won. I'm happy. <sighs> It was really funny because, like, Anthony was there, like, rooting for the Valiant because of the former Mayhem players. <laughs> and also, he he's also a big fan of space. And I was like, ah, we, we've we stolen another Mayhem. Come to us. Come to us. Yeah. But say, speaking of that, I mean, the team looks like they're playing around fact very well now. They are. I'm so happy. I'm so happy that everything's working out for them. <laughs> um, I'm not gonna. Um, I'm gonna jinx this. Let me tap on wood. Okay. <laughs> oh God, that like echo. You gotta. You yeah. Your mic upgrade was great. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad to hear that. But yeah, that was it. That was the only game this week for the boys. So only one game, but that that just means I didn't have to feel bad about not seeing the other one, which would have probably been during the week. <laughs> <laughs> yep. The if I'm a crack, they have a game on. Thursday yep, this coming week. Yep, we're playing dragons on Thursday, yeah. and then Sunday against ooh, the Titans. Ooh, that's gonna. I be... was thinking of going to. Oh, that reminds me. I have to buy the tickets to the twenty second. I still haven't bought mine. <laughs> oh no, you should do that. We're gonna have a fun yeah, day. Yeah, I Yeah, I was gonna go on the twenty third to see the Titans game, but then Ace says like, "Hey, I'm coming to town the twenty second. Yo, I'm going. Screw the twenty third. Twenty second is was at." Yeah, but two pretty tough games as a test this week for the boys. Like we said, Thursday yeah, against match. Shanghai, and then Sunday against the Titans. And we know how the Titans are, so that's going like, to be I've, very I've, interesting to watch. Yeah, I'm hoping that this rematch against the Dragons is better, because Dragons, Bandit went up against Dragons when they just got Fact Fiction. They hadn't really... Like we, saw, we saw how they did it. Like The last game, they did better than they did the first few games so like yeah i'm hoping for a yeah a reverse in the score <laughs> this time I with am. shanghai 
And it's, then it's, you can do it. You can do it. Yeah, and then with Titans, I mean, obviously, I hope they get the uh, win, but I mean, yeah. it's the Titans, so it's like ugh. it's the Titans. I just hope they they're competitive against Titans. Is what I'm gonna say. Yeah, and like they're doing better. They're getting there. Yeah, they're they're definitely doing so, better. So that's at least you know a very nice thing. Not a sweep. <laughs> not a sweep. Yes, exactly. But uh, I think that's it for games and upcoming games. We move on to YouTube now. Oh, yeah. Let's go. So, first game is, I believe, the Custer News Network. I call this a game or video. You called it a game. I was about to comment on it, <laughs> but you beat me to it. <laughs> so, first video was Custer News Network. Sideshow. Stratus. E3. Yeah. Cats? Cats at E3? <laughs> They're not actually at E3, sadly. Sadly, no, yeah. But, uh, yeah, Custa got a little bit of revenge on Sideshow <laughs> for calling him out for his his normal bird. Normal bird. Yeah, and then he Custa put Sideshow right on the spot and Sideshow failed. <laughs> yeah, I was there for most of that. I'm just like, what are these guys doing? So, like, we hadn't left the arena yet. We were still trying to figure out what we wanted to do. Yeah, they definitely... Yeah, they they were definitely having fun. Ah, <sighs> these, these guys. But, uh, yeah, then the Stratus clip was... <laughs> it was hilarious. It was also a little well, weird, like, but... <laughs> well, now he's marketable, I guess. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, that was the whole reason he did it. There was a Redditness of, like, forgettable players or something like that. So, just, like... Goes into the pool on a uh, cardboard at like 2 a.m. Mm-hmm. He, do- he does what he wants. Yeah. Let him be. <laughs> yeah, no, totally agreed. Like I said, it, it was pretty hilarious as weird as it was. So either way, it's another how- it's another CNN. So it's fun to watch. There's not a bad CNN. I wonder how cold that water was. Uh, I'm going to say fairly cold. Yeah, it was early in the morning. So or late at night. Same thing. <laughs> Both? <laughs> Both, basically. <laughs> oh, yeah. CNN are funny as usual. Bo and Arya were at E3. They were really in front of a green screen, but let him believe what he wants to believe. Yeah. But so it was enjoyable to, to see them, bo- see both uh, the cats talking about the E3. Kitties. <laughs> it, it was nice to see them again. I like kitties. Show more kitties. Yes, please, actually. They're very enjoyable. Uh, I, I only watch for the cats. <laughs> uh, on that, uh, Custa did show his clip that we talked about last week with him hiding from the Sombra. But oh. he wasn't hiding from the Sombra. And then talking about how he felt like during the moment where he's like, I'm hiding, I'm in there. Like, oh no, they found me. <laughs> that was pretty cool. They're like, Wrecking Ball is coming for me. They're coming for you. I'm already hacked. <laughs> Oh, it was so good. It was that was pretty funny. It, it was funny to hear hear it from his perspective since he tried to give us the actual play by play of what exactly was going through his head at that time. Yeah, oh, that that was just hilarious. You hate to see it. <laughs> you hate to see it. Yeah, but that wasn't the hate. Yeah, hate to see it either. I don't think. I think it was the the sideshow thing. Was. The side. I think he, it was. Yeah, I think it's hot. Uh, oh, and that uh, Custa showed off his his art skills. I mean, oh yeah. I mean, MS Paint odd skills. I mean, ten out of ten, right? 
Yeah, that was a weenie weenie cool art piece. Like, I saw it pop up on my timeline, so I dropped it into the art gallery, and Dave was immediately like, hey, how do I get in contact with this person? Like, just, just, just shoot them a message. <laughs> the DMs are close. Then comment! Yeah. <laughs> um, and they managed to get in touch so that they could put it on CNN, and Custa tries to recreate it in MS Paint. <laughs> yeah, he did. It, w- <laughs> it was a picture-perfect... Mirror copy, 10 out of 10, Custa best artist. Uh, how much is Custa paying you to say this? <laughs> He's not paying me at all. <laughs> if you if you can't figure it out, you just need to see it because it was pretty hilarious. <laughs> they even like dropped it as a teaser in Art Gallery like, before they dropped the episode. <laughs> that is true. They did. <laughs> oh, that was funny. It was. It was It was pretty enjoyable seeing him do that and then just being like... Straight up, I like, commented like, I'll give you i'll give custa art lessons for kit kats <laughs> man just you and those kit kats man kit kats are good they are but do you eat them properly i do need to take a video of me eating them with a fork <laughs> the only valid way to, eat, pro- to, to eat kit kats well that was a uh, cnn and something else funny happened in it um I don't uh, think so. oh sideshow did comment on sideshow. reinforced feeding him the asparagus oh yeah say saying like it was like very tasty asparagus i was like yeah perfectly seasoned yeah it was like seasoned something. and custard still like that that still doesn't answer the question of why he was feeding it to you on stream while you're playing yeah so sideshow got in there twice yeah <laughs> yeah he was in in this episode twice you're right lucky him he's it's just a sideshow show now pretty much <laughs> Well, I guess move on now. I think that's all the funny things. Yeah, I think that was all the funny things from CNN. Okay, next video is uh, an Inside Valiant video. New players and stage three begins. Uh, and it was actually really interesting because we got to see a bit of uh, Packing Tent's coaching style. Reddit thinks he's toxic or something. <laughs> apparently i don't think he's toxic i think he's just a very no he's a very by the books by the numbers kind of coach and he's going to tell it to you straight whether yeah he doesn't sugarcoat it yeah he he's gonna if if you're playing like shit he is going to give it to you straight and just say straight up you need to step up you are seriously lagging hurting this team at this moment like there's something i really liked what he said it was like uh it's fine if you go out there and do bad it's not fine if you go out there and you can do good, but you don't, like, you don't win. Like, you're doing good, but you don't win sort of thing. Like, Yeah. As, as, like, I, I, like, as harsh as I'm he is. i remember his words. Yeah, as harsh as he's words. being on them, like, telling them, like, you know, you really messed up. As harsh as he's being on them, he's still then trying to follow it up with something uh, constructive to, like, get them to, like, get in gear and improve. Yeah, like, that's the that's thing, like, about coaching. It's, like, you tell them what's wrong, and you show them how to improve it. And that's what he was doing. Like, nothing he said was wrong. Nope. He was he was right. Yeah, that's correct. And on the, the comms between maps three and four against the game with the Hunters, he said, we got the win, but I don't want just the win. I want that 4-0. And, of course, the boys went out and beat the Hunters 4-0 that game. So they listened. They listened to their coach, and they got him exactly what he told them to get him. When he, when the coach wants a four zero, you give him a four zero. Yeah, actually, I think, I think they, the the Valiant tweeted that too. Yeah, 
Yep. Yeah. I stole it. <laughs> yeah. If packing, yeah. If packing ten wants the four O, he gets the four O. Yep. That's what they said in the tweet. I'm glad they got it. Like it's nice to see them like working together. They get they working out their issues, seeing the coaching style, seeing how it's affecting them, all that stuff. It's it's really really nice to see. Yeah. <laughs> I have yeah, to say, I think that's what stuck with me the most about that episode was the coaching. Yeah, I, I have to say, I, I like the coaching style that the team's got right now. And it seems to be doing them good because they're doing well. Like, Yeah, I, I would arguably say that they are looking better this stage compared to stage two. I mean, stage two obviously was a pretty big improvement on stage one. Uh, but I would say that the boys are looking much stronger compared to the last stage so far i'm so happy for them Yay. <laughs> as am i <laughs> but i think those are the important parts of uh the inside on a variant uh it should it was nice to see a little bit of the backstage uh, we also saw i believe was uh mcgravy just talking a bit like kind of like sem- almost semi-coaching yeah he he uh, had his coaching the- moment as well that video yeah i believe he said something like um I can't even understand what you're saying because you guys have to calm down and not shout so much. Yeah, the, which is like the comms got a little messy. Yeah, and McGravy kind of told them the same thing. Like, hey, we've been practicing our comms. We know what we're supposed to do, and we're not doing that in the comms. We're all yelling over each other rather than tr- mm-hmm. like trying to c- actually properly communicate with each other. And I was like, oh, that's nice to see. Like, he's still he's still part of the team. Like, it doesn't matter if he's not playing. He's helping them. Like, yeah, exactly. I'm so happy that he's on a team that like lets him do that. Same. So happy. <laughs> like, even if he's not playing, he's still part of the team. Like, good, good on you, Valen, for giving him this chance. Oh yeah, for sure. But yeah, that was pretty much all the important stuff from that ins- inside Valiant video. The next video, I guess we're ending this off on a funny note with gamers next a quesadilla. You mean a burrito? God. I don't. When I saw Kareem <laughs> rolling it up, I'm like, "What is this guy doing? It's not a quesadilla." I oh, thought God, the, the same enti- thing too. But I'm gonna give Kareem a break. Time. Yeah, I- I'm okay. gonna give Kareem a break on it, though. It's yeah. I'd, I'd be more mad if it was Agilities that did it. Yes, I, if if it, if it was Agilities that rolled it up to a burrito, I would have been much more harsh. But it was Kareem, so I'm gonna I'm gonna give Kareem a break. I think that one of the things that like really got me was that. Um, so they're doing the quesadilla and like putting it in this pan. First of all, they did it in a pan and served like a coman. Yeah, that was, <sighs> that was a little weird. <laughs> I was like, what is this white man recipe? <laughs> and the tortilla was too big for the pan too, <laughs> which made it even, like, it was painful for me to watch too. <laughs> like, I was like, I'm sorry, this is just so white. <laughs> I mean, you know, it, I mean, because it you was. You can't do a proper quesadilla. Yeah. Because quesadilla is one of like the easiest Mexican dishes out there. Come on. Oh no! I think I burned the tortilla. <laughs> That's when I was like, no, no not the tortilla being burnt. Okay, like first off, like and like okay, so he's has it on the fire, leaving the tortilla there as he's adding stuff on top. Like, what are you doing? It's gonna overheat. It's gonna burn. Take it off the fire. 
put it like you you could one thing you can do is you're gonna heat up one side of the tortilla you take it out you lay down your ingredients on it you fold it over and you put it on the pan but no he puts it on the pan puts all the ingredients on the pan then when he tries to flip it over and close it he starts flipping over the side that has all the ingredients so they start flipping over and so flipping over the side that doesn't so he can actually properly close it yeah <laughs> i'm so mad i was too honestly oh god i can only imagine the anger if i had shown the video to my mom and my grandmother but i didn't oh god <laughs> i kind of want to show this to my mom now because like whenever we make quesadillas she always has me help her out like she, like either like filling up the tortillas with the queso y pollo or whatever else or jamon, whatever we want to like meat we want to put in there Oh, see, I'm not. Like when they, <laughs> I'm not even allowed in the kitchen when my mom or grandmother are making them. I am forbidden from entering, and maybe that's for the, for the best. For the best. Yeah. But I know, no, I, like... I know it's going good if I don't hear them cursing too much. Because I know it's bad if they're cursing in Spanish. But if it, if it's fairly quiet, I, I know it's going fairly well. <laughs> yeah, like I, I was so mad. <laughs> and then they like okay, and then the burrito thing like. They add, like, the pico de gallo, the guacamole, and, like, they were barely adding guacamole, so I think they were just doing that for show, because I, I'm guessing neither of them like it. Because they weren't even adding any. Yeah, they added so little. It was kind of, uh, not good. <laughs> the burrito, the burrito, why? Apparently it was good. Like, it was funny, Kareem's like, can I eat it? Can, can I eat now? Like, he's only there to eat. Yeah. <laughs> he's just there for the food. <laughs> But I mean, he's so precious. Yeah, but I mean, you always need a career with all of these recipes, at least. So, don't forget to crave. No, <laughs> like and subscribe. <laughs> he's precious. Protect him. He is. Protect him. Oh, that poor crave. He didn't even know who the best player on the Valiant is. Obviously. I'm still laughing at that. By the way, that that was just that was just plain hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, those were the videos. I am mad at the quesadilla. I am too. <laughs> uh, they have a short video they put out on Twitter where they just nerfed McGravy hanging for the fist bump until Brady comes by. Mm-hmm. Like, that whole video was, like, so funny. Like, you got McGravy being left hanging. And then it turns out that Packington was muted the entire time he was trying to give them feedback. Yeah. And I was like, there's so many beeps because everybody kept cussing. <laughs> Unintelligible banjo noises. <laughs> banjo noises. How many they calling banjo noises? Unmute yourself. So now, <laughs> like, oh, I was muted the whole time. We got packing ten. It's back to being the speaker. Yeah, that was great. I, I actually enjoyed seeing him back as the speaker again. Yeah, he has to be back with his family. That understandable. Yeah. But. But I mean, another funny tweet they the team put out yesterday was the the hashtag six war or, six word horror, and they just put sombra. <laughs> no, it's S O M. Excuse me, I just burped. That was not part of the horror story. <laughs> it was a S O M B R A. Yep. Each each letter yep. was a word. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you ask Kariv or Custa, that that is a. a <laughs> that is a horror story in and of itself. Yeah, Costa went to sleep crying. Yep. 
Uh, other than that, we've been getting, obviously, still a lot of promo for the Kit Kat Revolver weekend, so... Like, fact on facts? Was it fact on facts? Uh, yes, we've been getting fact on facts, yeah. Just give you a little, like, facts about the teams that are going to be there and rivalries with each other, et cetera, et cetera. But yeah, I think that's it. From the Twitter, the YouTube. Yep, nothing else I'm seeing, as long as they didn't post anything on the Twitter since we started recording. Let's check that. They post that they've, like, released everybody from the team. No, they didn't. There's <laughs> and have picked... They, they picked up the outnaws instead. <laughs> yeah. Oh, actually, yeah, that is uh, worth noting. Uh, Immortals Gaming Club, which is the parent company for LA Valiant, announced uh, last week that they had a that they had officially purchased Infinite Esports Entertainment, who was the main uh, parent company for the Houston Outlaws. So Outlaws and Valiant are technically sister teams right now. I mean, it's it's not going to be able to stay that way because of league rules. Uh, Immortals will have to sell the team to a different company. Yeah, uh, like they they own all of Optic. It's just they can't like they can't touch the Outlaws. You just have to sell them right away. It's really funny. Like everybody's like, "Oh, what if they drop the Valiant and keep Outlaws?" They're not gonna do that. Come on. Yeah, they're not. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, there was a pretty funny tweet uh, that Valiant put out on June 13th that just said, we see you out, out at Outlaws with eyes and then hashtag green teams. <laughs> yeah, both green teams owned together. Mm -hmm. But I think they also did that because that was the day that, that Outlaws upset the shock. So green team yeah, pride. Yeah, I think that was that day too. It was that day. It was funny because like uh, Space tweeted out hashtag Green Wall, and I believe it was Dante who uh, commented with hashtag Wings Out, and someone commented with like potential trade question mark. No, man, no. they're just making a joke that they're both owned by the same people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but like I said, that uh, Immortals cannot touch Outlaws. They have to sell the team ASAP. There's, as far as I know, no word yet on any front runners for that bid. I will buy them for three dollars. <laughs> I think they're they're worth a little more than three dollars. Four dollars. <laughs> you know what? Let immortals know. I think I think they might have a sale. <laughs> Five dollars. Yep, that that should be more than enough to buy buy the team. Okay. Well, I think that's all of the news having to do with Valiant and Immortals and Kreev. Can't oh, forget the Kreev. Uh, don't forget, Custa was reported in-game. Reported in-game? What did he do? Uh, he kept abandoning the payload to rave about Kit Kat Revelry Weekend. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> that was an actual tweet that Valiant uh, put out, too. So. Cap the, the things point. they do to... <laughs> <laughs> Cap the point. Ugh. But I think that's it. Um, if you want to keep up to date with everything Voicing Vanit, you can find us at Voicing Vanit on Twitter. If you want to keep up to date with everything Anna Vanit, you can find them at Anna Vanit on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, Twitch, Reddit, Discord, and Snapchat. That's it for us, guys. See you next week. Bye, guys. See you all next week.
Okay. Um. Oh, hey, the podcast has been older than you now. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> I just realized we're like we're in the thirties. Yeah. <laughs> we've been in the thirties. Yeah, we've been in thirties for like five episodes. Yeah, because two episodes Whoops. ago, I made I made a joke about it being thirty three because you know I got thirty three in my name. <laughs> yeah. No one likes you when you're 33. Yeah, imagine if they updated that. <laughs> oh my god, every year. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, okay. Uh, 